I have come to understand that entering into or embracing your godly inheritance takes several things. It takes, number one, God's promises. It takes faith. It takes a new mindset. But it also takes warfare. God's people of old missed out on the time of their visitation. Jesus desired to bless them, but they refused his promises. In the Old Testament, during Moses' tenure as leader, the majority of God's people refused to receive the awesome inheritance that God had intended for them. Their old mindset and their perspective that they had of themselves as grasshoppers literally stripped them of any opportunity to receive God's bountiful blessings. Only two men were able to successfully receive what God had intended for them. God said of Joshua and Caleb, they have a different spirit. The Apostle Paul also had a similar mindset. In Philippians 3.13, he said this, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting the things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Jesus Christ. Let us therefore, as many as are mature, have this mind. Then he goes on to say, let us walk by the same rule, let us be of the same mind. The word forgetting there, when he says forgetting those things which are behind, really means, actually, if you look at the original Greek, it says to be purposefully forgetful and neglectful of that particular fact. So Paul was purposely forgetful about these things. So this really highlights the importance of forgetting, or better said, neglecting past mistakes, past patterns, past mindsets, and focusing and pursuing our upward call in Christ Jesus. And I know that's hard. And in order to take that step, we must look and step forward. And remember, this year, 2007, this year, January, right now, we have to look forward and we have to step forward. Just like God told Joshua, every step that he would take, God had already given him ownership of it. Part of that mindset includes refusing to worry or meditate on the things that can go wrong or fail or even be afraid of an enemy. God actually told Joshua not to worry, but to be very courageous. Now, if he said it, that means we can do it. And this is very important because we have a tendency to worry or be afraid when we're not in control of situations. However, listen to this. This is important. When we worry, what we're actually doing is we're believing in an evil report, an evil vision, an evil perspective, a mindset. And our actions then are basically saying that the problem is more powerful than God. In effect, what we're saying and thinking is that God cannot deliver us in this situation or that he cannot or will not do what he said he would do. Another thing is that when we worry, we're actually allowing fear and hopelessness to prosper. Note this. What we think and meditate on, we're actually connecting with it. We're attracting it. So we, we need to be very concerned as to what we meditate on. We're also confirming and empowering it. We give it permission in our life. So that's why when we meditate on the Word of God, it connects us to the blessings of God that He has already empowered to overtake our lives. When we worry, it connects us to fear, to lack, to poverty. It connects us to problems, hopelessness, despair, even disillusionment. And you know that you'll note in the principle, or rather, you'll note this principle is found in Job 3:25. For the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come to me. Faith and fear both operate by the same spiritual law. Faith comes by hearing and meditate on God's word. But fear comes from hearing and meditate on the devil's lies. In, in Hebrews, the Bible says, uh, Hebrews 6, it says, without faith it's impossible to please God. 
For whoever would come near to him must necessarily believe that God exists and that he is a rewarder of those who earnestly and diligently seek him. That's the Amplified Version. In other words, God needs our faith to produce life and increase for us. Now, Satan needs worry and fear to produce death and the paralysis of your destiny and paralysis of blessing. So faith and fear, they both attract. One attracts God's blessings and the other attracts destruction and cancellation of God's purpose. Faith causes us to press forward. Fear causes us to draw back and give up. Now, fear and worry must be dealt with. Listen to me, my brother, my sister. It must be dealt with because they won't go away on their own. As long as they control a person, lack, poverty, and hindrance, and paralysis of destiny will remain. So this week, let's listen to what the Apostle Paul said in his epistle to the Ephesians, chapter 3, verse 20. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations, forever and ever. Amen. So he can do exceedingly abundant as long as we focus on him, his promises, and his word. And as we do that, we will be an advancing people, a prayerful people. We will be a miracle people. We will be a creative people, a persistent people, an inspiring people. And finally, we will be a victorious people. This is Pastor Victor Nazario.